Halloween, um, and I'm gonna put this out in like the next couple hours. They've been doing really, really loud road work on my street all week, and so this whole time I've been waiting to do this audio. And every day they start jackhammering at 8 a.m., and by the time they're done, I'm tired and annoyed. So. This is my last chance. I got to do it. So um, it's Saturday, October thirty-first. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is the election, the next presidential election, the twenty twenty presidential election. Um, so here's my election special. This is the election special audioed, and here's how I'm gonna handle it. About a year ago, last October. I was traveling. I'm going to keep things anonymous for this. So, about a year ago, I was traveling, <laughs> and I found a local paper that had an editorial in it. And the editorial—I'm not even going to say the name of the editorial. There was an editorial page in the local paper, and a. Actually, let me find. So this was the editorial that was in the paper. I, t- I took it and I pasted it into my journal because I was just so amazed at it. Um, okay, so it said from the editor and it says, At this point in time, I can't believe that anyone who has voted Democrat in the last 50 years is still on board to vote Democratic in the 2020 elections. We have seen a dog and pony show over the last three years on claiming everything from collusion to paying off whores to betraying his office. Adam shit is the biggest embarrassment not only to the state but also the nation. This little soggy turd needs to resign from the Congress and take a long walk in the woods and hopefully run into Hillary Clinton who will already have his suicide note ready to go. He and Nadler are as dirty as they come. If you are on the right, you should be pushing for a total investigation of everything illegal that the Obama administration has done to overthrow our republic. Obama is a vile, bottom-feeding parasite that needs to be put in prison where he belongs. That is why there is no effort for real justice. It would be too big of an embarrassment for an American president to go to prison for treason and the attempt to overthrow the legitimate elected president of our nation. They promised Hillary that it was her turn. They promised that she would be in the history books. They also promised that she would never be held accountable for any wrongdoings during her time as Secretary of State or as the DNC candidate for president. If you are still voting for Democrats after all that has been exposed, then you are not only dumb, you are also crazier than a shithouse rat. We are being pushed to the limits on what this country can withstand. We need to understand that we are not immune to what has happened elsewhere in the world. We can be plunged into a civil war that will make everything else in the world look like a walk in the park. We will see the worst fighting that could be imagined. The bright side of the story is the conservatives will win and the left will no longer exist. Okay, so that was the editorial from the editor in this local paper. And underneath, it said, call me or email. And it had an email address 
and it had a phone number. This was right in October of 2019, and this was right when I was conceiving of the idea of this bike tour, this freedom tour through so-called red states, interacting with people outside of my bubble, blah, 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 blah. So this was perfect timing, so I sent an email to this person. So began a year-long email correspondence. So what this audio is going to be is going to be me reading my emails to this person and an actor friend of mine who will also remain anonymous reading the reply emails. This person does not know that I'm making these public. However, you just heard what this person publishes and this person publishes editorials like this weekly. And this person invites you to email or call. So I feel comfortable in a journalistic exercise making our correspondence public. I think it's a interesting historic document. And especially years from now when whatever happens, I mean, here he is in his editorial in October of 2019 talking about civil war. So, so, so is that what do we know? Who knows? No one knows. We don't know. No one knows the future. But my goal this year... And I did not get to do it. I tried. I joined the Breitbart comment section and was banned within two weeks. My goal was to have a discourse in some way with people who believe... With people... How do you with, say it? Well, it's, it's, I've started to believe that it's have a discourse with people who have a completely different reality from my own who see reality as something different and believe in it. I mean, before we start this, I'll just say, this person genuinely believes what they say and believes it very strongly. And I don't think that should just be discounted out of hand. I think genuine, passionate belief is something that we're gonna need to reckon with, especially when that belief is when that belief grows out of a reality that is just a completely different reality, seemingly. So, okay, so this is my year-long correspondence with this person. It's emails. <laughs> but her emails, it's all about the emails. Hey, this is perfect. It's This is perfect. This is a perfect way to end this election season with just making public a bunch of emails, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. It's all about emails. Here's some emails. Uh, let's see what we can learn from them. October 16th, 2019. Hello, I'm a singer-songwriter from Minnesota, currently living in San Francisco. When I travel, I love to read the local papers to get a feel for what is going on wherever I am. You and I certainly agree on the following. Quote, We need to understand that we are not immune to what has happened elsewhere in the world. We can be plunged into a civil war that will make everything in the world look like a walk in the park. Yes. I would argue that we might see, not that we will see, Quote, the worst fighting that could be imagined. I'm hopeful we can avoid it, but the lack of kindness and thoughtfulness in the rest of your editorial makes me wonder. Would you be interested in speaking with me for my podcast? The goal on my end would be to better understand your point of view and your anger. 
I think it would be enlightening for me and my listeners. Also, I bet we can find many points of agreement. I'm on tour until Thanksgiving, so I wouldn't be able to record anything until December or January. We could easily do it remotely on the phone. You live in a lovely corner of our country. It was wonderful to see it. Sincerely, John Elliott. 10-22-19. Hello, John Elliott. My name is John Elliott. I'm a veteran. I served this country during a very unpopular war, Vietnam. I was fortunate not to have gone there. Every time I was issued orders to ship, the Pentagon canceled them. I was assigned to babysit dignitaries here in the U.S. I am angry that we have allowed government to remove prayer from school in the mid-1960s. Then we were fooled into letting the government pass laws on how we were to raise our children and guidelines on doing so. Also, children have been indoctrinated in school to disrespect flag and country. If you are punished at home, you have the right to call the police and have your parents arrested or at least lectured on their misdeeds. We have allowed the perversion of our children from college to kindergarten. There are only two sexes, and that is it. I always had the live and let live attitude. What is your happy is fine if you can respect mine. Now we live in a country where white politicians and white people punish you for being born white. I have never owned a slave. You've never met one. And none of us have been one in the last century and a half. I am of mixed background. I am German, Irish, French, Spanish, Algonquin, and Indonesian. The only thing I call myself is American. I understand my family tree and history. I feel that on the path we are on, we might not recover. They hate Trump for one reason and one reason only. He played their game for decades and gave both sides of the aisle money for their campaigns. Like he said at the first RNC debate, He had bought and paid for every politician on that stage. Not one step forward to challenge that statement. He said that he would expose and end the corruption in our government that has been making politicians millionaires at our expense. The politicians never wanted a businessman, an outsider, to win the election. They always said, you can't run a country like a business, which we both should know or realize is bullshit. He was said to have given the most depressing inauguration speech that the media had ever heard. His words that pissed them off and got that bottom feeder Maxine Waters on the charge even before he was sworn in was he is giving back the control of the government to the rightful owners, the American people. That is why he has to go. Like Hillary Clinton stated publicly, if I go down, a whole bunch of you go with me. The fix was in. She had been guaranteed the win. It was her turn. The never-Trumpers are nervous. They have also been dirty. Trump was rich when he was elected. I want to see the tax returns of the Congress and Senate to see how they became so rich. I also want to see the payouts of taxpayer dollars to settle sex scandals in Washington, D.C. Do you still wonder why I'm angry? Do you see why I'm upset with the stupidity that has become the new normal? Last question. Do you still want me on your podcast? You have to understand, in life, not everyone gets a damn trophy just because you showed up. Like Hillary told Trump, put your big boy pants on. It is the electoral college that puts you in office. You have to respect the outcome and the choice of the people. Really, Hillary? P.S. 
raised in Texas, bilingual, still a full-time rancher, part-time pain in the ass to the Washington crowd. 10:26:19. Thank you for the response. Of course I still want to talk with you. I sincerely believe the only way that we can move through this moment of division and anger is by talking with one another. For example, I believe the separation of church and state is a founding principle of the republic and an important one. God should not be in the schools because your God might not be my God might not be another person's God. The whole American experiment began with Europeans coming to this continent for freedom of religion and to make money. So yes, I think we would have a wonderful and enlightening conversation and I believe people would get a lot out of it. Maybe we can prevent civil war too. I bet we agree on far more than we think we might. John. 10:26:19. John, I believe in separation of church and state. School is not state. School is where we form many of our values and principles that will affect our and other lives in later years. Do some better thinking rather than repeating what others claim is the matter with God and school. 10:26:19. School is a public institution paid for with my money and yours. I don't want a version of God I don't believe in to be taught to kids with my money. I'm sure you don't either. But yes, school is critical. Education is the foundation of any society. The textbooks that are written in Texas and distributed across the country are wildly biased. Have you read an 8th grade civics book recently? I have. It's shocking. We might be beyond saving already, actually. You underestimate my thinking. I'm fiercely independent. John. John, that is the fallacy. We the people pay for our children to go to school. The government has no money. Even in school, you have the right to believe in whatever god you choose. That I agree with. As far as I'm concerned, atheists have no dog in the fight. I don't care. They don't accept a god. That is fine. Just don't piss on my rights. When Middle Eastern people get their photo ID, they can wear the headgear and the garb of their religion. If I choose to wear my cowboy hat as a member of Cowboys for Christ, that is not acceptable. My crucifix is offensive to them, so I must not publicly display my Christian belief. But everyone has to kiss their asses and not offend them. Explain that one to me. Our nation has gone downhill. In the last 40 years, everyone else in the world is moving into first place and the person stuck with the bill and the insult is the Christians. Notice you don't hear about Christians attacking and killing Muslims in Arab countries, but they sure do massacre Christians, don't they? You don't see Christians getting help to come here, but all the third world Mongols are welcome and bleeding us dry. The only th- thing third world mentality can bring is other third world mentality. 10:26:19. Is that true? You have been told not to wear your hat or publicly display your crucifix? If so, that's wrong. You absolutely have the freedom of expression and religion. Whoever told you to hide it needs a basic civics lesson. Lots of assholes and idiots out there. According to a quick bit of research, Protestants and Catholics account for 71.9% of religions in the USA. That is a severe majority. Individual acts of discrimination aside, this culture clearly allows Christians to practice freely. Let's discuss quote third world mongrels. A mongrel is a dog of no discernible type or breed. A dog, not a person. 
So when you use that term to describe people, that's hard for me to understand. I believe all people are created equal with the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I love that sentiment. Do you honestly believe certain people are like dogs? John. John, no. Dogs have a better sense of who they are. They behave accordingly. Now, for instance, the third world mongrel who killed that young lady in front of her father. Oh, yeah, another mongrel that should not have been in this country. Oh, that's right. That was on the pier in San Francisco. That's right. A bunch of bleeding heart liberals who acquitted him. They are not going to be satisfied until our nation bows down to the degenerate concept that there are 91 different genders and kindergarten children can decide what sex to be. See, with the new world order gaining strength, we will see households crumble, God become illegal, and you will be forced into accepting this or you will be punished. That is a personal or business punishment that you will suffer. You will have the courts rule against you because your values are not acceptable in the new world order. The term mongrel applies to more than just dogs. My mother was from Canada. I have met many of of my Canadian relatives, my thought is I personally don't want any of them getting a visa for a visit, much yet move here permanently. They are socialists and will work hard at turning our nation into the same garbage hole that Canada has become. I am German from my father's side of the family. If I want to live in a socialist environment, I would move to Europe. We are the ex- experiment that our forefathers put together. As a republic, it works well. When it became a democracy, that is, when the elected representatives figured out that they could vote themselves all kinds of perks, why do you think there's so many millionaires in Congress? To work at putting an end to it, as Trump is doing, will get you attacked on every level. My issue is with the hypocrisy that is now put forward by the political scene that stares into the camera and lies through their teeth. I believe everyone should be able to follow their dream in life. I just don't think that your dream should infringe on another person's rights or beliefs. I tell everyone upon meeting them, you're welcome. I defended the right of every, everyone to follow their dream. Just don't make it another person's nightmare. My apologies for the delay in responding to your last email. I have been on tour in Europe for the last four weeks. Estonia, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and finally Germany. While I was here, Denmark set up checkpoints at its border with Sweden, so immigration is a worldwide challenge. I have a lot of trouble with some of the language in your last email. I want to believe you are not racist. So many Trump supporters are understandably bothered by that term. But third world mongrel qualifies as a racist statement. Calling any human being a mongrel is not acceptable. You mentioned the woman who was murdered in San Francisco. A tragedy for sure. But don't you think the outrage is misplaced? More people die every year in car accidents than are murdered by undocumented immigrants. It's not even close. And American citizens commit violent crimes at a far higher rate than the people you call mongrels. Again, not even close. Or what about all those mass shootings? Mass murder committed by white American citizens. I am German from my father's side of the family, too. We have that in common. My family came from Weingarten, which is in the southern part of the country. 
As for your socialist hellhole comment, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark probably all qualify as socialists, certainly more so than we are. All I keep thinking about over here is how they are civilized societies that are actually functioning. Their trains are incredible and clean and fast and timely. The people are kind and courteous. Everyone I have spoken to is happy to pay higher taxes for healthcare in a functioning society. Compared to what I have experienced, we are the third world. The woman working at the sandwich place in Philadelphia with no teeth? I haven't seen anyone over here who looks like that. Why is it not a moral imperative for us to care for one another? These Scandinavians feel it is their responsibility. They can't imagine our system. They are outraged and offended by our current president. They all profess love for America and Americans and our culture and fear of what the future holds. Of course, these countries are minuscule in size compared to America, population, and landmass. So what do you think of this idea? Break up the union. A new constitutional convention, divided into more manageable, culturally aligned regions. Maybe still band together for national defense. We are 100% in agreement about everyone having the right to follow their dreams in life. I always say the same thing. Do whatever you want as long as it doesn't mess with anyone else. John. 11-21-19. John, you are welcome. You are a leftist without a doubt. It figures that you would say our country is third world. I take it that you didn't serve in the military. Do you even know what a DD-214 is? As far as the excuse that there are many more people killed in auto accidents, put that as your response to the beautiful young woman who was murdered by that illegal mongrel shows you probably also on board with Antifa. Racist? Bigot? No. Realist? Yes. You're just another white person who wants to beat on white people for being born white. I can tell by your selection and your verbiage that you are on board with one world order. In closing, I open with the statement that you're welcome. I support your right to be as far left as you choose. You have the right to put others ahead of a citizen of our country. I defended your right to be as socialist or communist or whatever you choose. I'm proud of being one of America's former defenders in the U.S. military. I also forgot to add my heritage, German, Irish, French, Spanish, Algonquin, and Indonesian. That knowledge to me is only a background on me. I, I only see stars and stripes, red, white, and blue. I only claim that, that I am an American. And that also goes for many of my friends and brothers who come in all colors and religions. They are insulted when referred to as Afro, Hispanic, or other. They all see the same three colors that I mentioned before. So if you think that you're really going to offer me a thought uh, that the Europeans have over us, then my new friend, I will help you obtain a ticket to move to that country of your choice. As far as San Francisco, that is not really showing me anything other than how left has destroyed what was once a beautiful town. Oh yeah, that's right. We are talking Gavin Newsom, Pelosi's nephew. Wow, what a great job they're both doing addressing the issues that plague us. Eleven twenty-two nineteen. You are correct. I did not serve in the military. I respect your choice to do so, but I do not understand it. Violence and armed conflict is among the most tragic realities of our species. The history of the United States military is largely abhorrent to me, beginning with the genocide of the indigenous people of this continent, which was largely carried out by so-called settler militias and the army, both of which were made up of immigrants. 
I'm sure you have strong feelings about this, as I do, and I sincerely welcome them, since I honestly do not understand. What years did you serve? In what conflicts were you involved? What was accomplished? Please help me better understand this aspect of our country from your perspective, because I do not. $750 billion every year for defense is offensive. Can you even fathom that amount of money? $6.4 trillion on wars in the Middle East and Asia since 2001. And they wonder how we could pay for health care? They say if you want to know your values, look at your budget. I feel a deep sadness and empathy for young people who were put in harm's way, injured, and killed while serving in the armed forces. It is tragic and unnecessary. That's my view. Help me see it from your side. I am an American. I believe in the ideals of this country, which we have failed to live up to since day one. I'm not going anywhere. I believe in equality as well as freedom. They are both in the Constitution. The inequality in our country today is unacceptable and morally reprehensible to me. I see far less inequality in Scandinavia, and I think we can aspire to that. Thank you for engaging in this dialogue with me. John. 11-22-19. John, I served in Vietnam. Yes, it was bad. I came home to visit and was spit on and insulted by what was back then the left. They weren't called that then, but it was the left. My native ancestors, the Algonquin, did not have issue with the white settlers, nor did the Ojibwe Chippewa. The southern tribes would head north after my people had survived hard winter, and the tribes to the south, who had much easier winters, came north and attacked my people and killed them and stole their hunting grounds. The Chippewa, also known as Ojibwe, Hiawatha was a, a follower of the great peacemaker Deganawida, a Huron prophet and spiritual leader who proposed the unification of the Iroquois. Never had issues with the white man. They fought the crow. So you need to do some real research rather than think what Hollywood says was the way it happened. Without the service men and women that serve and sacrifice their lives, you would be living in just another crippling society. War is wrong. Asking soldier... That is what he is about. A soldier loves peace, wants his people to enjoy freedom of choice and not have some snowflake piece of crap piss all over your leg because you respect the flag. As far as inequality in our country, everyone has an equal right to pursue their dream. I don't feel obliged to make sure that a person of good health gets to live high on the hog on my efforts. The indigenous people of our country, who also refer to themselves as Indians, respect and treat our soldiers, warriors, and show them the honor and respect that is well-earned. So when you lecture on issues that you don't understand, you only show the foolish wishes of a child. In the Old West, the records show the breakdown was one in three cowboys was American Indian, one in three cowboys was Mexican, one in three cowboys was black. The white cowboy was a minority. Hollywood screwed the pooch again on that one. Facts that have been changed and the lies that people were told that became truth are everywhere in our history so when you say you're sad for loss of life in the military you have no idea how we grieve over a fallen brother in arms who just turned 19 years old you're not the one to lecture me about the terrible things that have happened in war you're welcome i serve proudly and put my life on the line so you and yours never suffer the nightmares that we hold in our dark hidden room in our minds Yet we would do it all again because we love our nation, our people, and our freedom. Your freedom was at a high cost to a man who 
never met you, still loved you and yours enough to give his life. The war in the Middle East was from the evil that was in office in the year 2001. There were no weapons of mass destruction. We were lied to by Bush and the others that are and were just as corrupt as any Hitler or Stalin in the world. We attacked the people on lies. We were there because the powers that be thought it should have been done during the first Gulf War. Bush and Cheney are war criminals and should have been put on trial and hung with the same rope they used on Saddam Hussein. Donald Henry Rumsfeld was the bastard that spread the lies. Should have been the first to dance on the rope. So think about learning something other than the shit that is put out there by CNN, MSNBC, and others. The shifts and the Pelosi's of the world are the most vile of our citizens, yet I defended their rights to be as corrupt and perverted as they care to be. That is what comes in a free society. Eleven twenty four nineteen. Thank you for this. It is fascinating to me that with all our different beliefs, we completely agree on the war on terror and the weapons of mass destruction, war criminals Bush, Cheney, and Rumsfeld, etc. That helps me understand Trump's coalition. I remember loving it in the primaries when he would go after Jeb and his brother. Very interesting point of agreement there. I would not have expected to share that point of view with you. Your media bias is showing in your insults, however. I have read more history and know far more about what I talk about than what I get from Hollywood or CNN. Incidentally, I read Fox News and Breitbart daily. So let's agree to a civilized tone. I have not insulted you once. You have insulted me multiple times. I know our current president has soiled the tone of our public discourse, but he will be gone soon one or five years, and hopefully we can return to treating one another with kindness and respect? It is terrible that you were spat on when you came home from Vietnam. You were drafted probably, right? I sometimes think a year of national service should be compulsory, teaching in underserved areas or building affordable housing, etc. Here is General George Washington's letter to Major General John Sullivan to take peremptory action against the Haudenosaunee or the Iroquois Confederacy. Quote, Lay waste to all the settlements around that the country may not be merely overrun but destroyed. You will not by any means listen to any overture of peace before the total ruin of their settlements is effected. Our future security will be in their inability to injure us and in the terror with which the severity of the chastisement they receive will inspire them. Thoughts? John. 11-24-19. John, I enlisted. Two tours Air Force, one tour Army. I look better in blue than green. Far as George Washington, my family is fully aware of things that transpired. My ancestors from Europe were here before the Revolutionary War. Kernstown was founded in 1742, and it's right next to Winchester, Virginia, where Washington had his headquarters. You did not address the issue over the Indians from the South attacking my people. I guess Indian on Indian is acceptable to you and your standards. Eleven twenty four nineteen. Violence is wrong. It is an endless cycle. To compare pre-contact intertribal fighting to systemic genocide is ridiculous. The people living south of your people did not have an official military policy of extermination. They did not remove your people from their homeland, ship them thousands of miles away, and put the kids in schools where they beat them for speaking their native languages. The point of bringing that up was to question the U.S. military. 
three tours in Vietnam? That's incredible. I can't imagine what you experienced. Does it bother you that the current commander-in-chief's privilege as a rich member of the elite was to be able to avoid serving? I will never understand how people see him as a populist who is fighting the elite. He literally lives at the top of a gold-plated tower. When is the last time he went grocery shopping? You and I have so much more in common with each other. I don't understand how people can't see that Trump is in the same disconnected ruling class as Hillary. He invited her to his wedding. When are the people, we the people, going to demand equality or a more equal society? You can say that everyone has the equal right to pursue their dream, but that's not what the data shows. That's not what happens. We have the highest inequality and the highest social problems in the world. We are a remarkable, diverse nation with endless resources and brilliant potential, and we are spending our energy fighting with each other. Isn't it sad? Hell yes, let's remove the corrupt elite politicians who are running the show and truly give the power to the people. It would be a first in our history. John. 11-25-19. John, no. They just murdered them for the hunting ground. They killed men, women, and children. You say that is not genocide? Is that because they only wiped out 200 Algonquin and, and ended that line in my family? This they did every spring for many decades. Are you serious? You have no skin in any of these issues. Therefore, your logic has already poked itself full of holes. On that conclusion on your part, I could take it as an insult. It just shows me that I'm dealing with an individual with good intentions and not real-world knowledge. Since you've never experienced warfare, I'm sure you've never had to defend your life from an attacker. You have no skin or blood in the issue. You're, you're welcome again, and I defended your rights to be as lame as you care to be. I have to laugh when this is brought up. There's a radio station owner named Fred Lundgren who uses the same issue to slap President Trump. However, Fred used the farmer deferment to uh, avoid the draft, which is also legal. So Fred doesn't speak to me any longer since I pointed out that he's a hypocrite. He's the same law or loophole to avoid the military. Trump took advantage of the college student deferment. That doesn't bother me at all, nor does the issue of the individuals who went to Canada to avoid the draft. I was pleased that they were allowed to come home without any issues of punishment. I defended their right not to fight. I'm glad they never saw the things that, that were never to be seen. I believe that when you fight in a war, you should make it such a brutal and bloody affair that no one will want to be witness to this again. Doesn't mean I'm pro-war. means I will do what it takes to end it quickly with the minimum of lives lost by both sides. I feel violence is wrong. I have mastered Taekwondo, Kempo, Aikido. These disciplines teach you to use your head and your heart. We're humans that can communicate. The point of the communications break down and you know you're in danger, at this point you move quickly to remove or eliminate the threat with minimal force as dictated by the situation. Now, for equality, it is there for everyone. You don't see it, and that goes for others. I know I am equal, and that has nothing to do with how you see or view me. I defended your rights to be equal. I can't force you to see it. You have the right to pursue your dream. 
I have the right not to finance your dream or success from my sweat and labor. As far as the president, people grow, hopefully in time, and he sees the wrongs that have been there for decades. He became fully aware of the double standard that has been in Washington, and he's making the change. He told us that if we elected him, he could put an end to the corruption that's been robbing us blind. That is why bottom feeders like Maxine Waters started her stupid public behavior even before he was inaugurated in January. This racist bitch needs to be investigated. Now, I guess I'm racist since I just attacked that bottom-feeding gutter snipe. So just for your awareness, I have two black granddaughters who love me and have been taught to see right and wrong. I don't side with anyone because we look similar. The other day, there was a post about Adam Pencilneck Schiff having physically assaulted a young male staffer. I personally, I can't stand Schiff, and I look forward to the day he's removed or arrested from office. However, I researched the story that was accusing him of assault, and it was false. I posted the truth and made it clear that he's being lied about, and this did not happen. And it was wrong for someone to make up such a lie. I had to be sure the record was set straight. Media said that Trump's inauguration speech was the most depressing they had ever heard from a president. The part that troubled them and the corrupt politicians on the left and right was the fact that he made it perfectly clear that he was giving control of the government back to the rightful owners, the American people. Never Trumpers, in my opinion, are just as corrupt as the politicians on the left that are criminals. Hillary's not being pursued for the fact that she started that. And if she goes down, a whole lot of others will go with her. Her and Slick Willie are both criminals and have milked the system to sell their service to the highest bidder while in office. I think you meant to say he invited her and Bill to his wedding. However, maybe it was a moment that would incite some action or behavior. At the age of 70, I am ready to take up arms to defend my people and my nation. My oath to protect this country and its citizens from enemies foreign and domestic had no expiration date. And that is why I'm a member of the Oath Keepers. We will always defend you and your right to see truth through your own point of view. You are welcome. Eleven twenty-seven nineteen. Do you honestly not see that there is no equivalence between indigenous intertribal warfare and the systemic genocide of an entire continent of people as government and military policy? Come on now. John. 1128-19. John, death from another tribe that wants your people exterminated is okay with you? Come on. Your words. You think you're fair-minded and conservative? And for San Francisco, you probably are. In the real world, you just seem to come across as a left liberal. No insult intended, just my assessment of your arguments. I'm against anyone killing anyone, unless it is to defend their lives. I'm against war and people trying to eliminate people's rights of freedom of choice. When enemies of your lifestyle and freedoms come to do you personal harm or your people, you must rise up and defend yourself. You are welcome again. I defend your right to your version of events and how to label them. You have a long way to go before you really understand the big picture. I guess you're under 45 years old. Eleven twenty-eight nineteen. Interrupting the discussion to say, Happy Thanksgiving. You are correct. Want to guess my exact age for fun? Eleven twenty-nine nineteen. Happy Thanksgiving to you also. I will let you know. Not under 35. Eleven twenty-nine nineteen. You're correct. How do you know this? Can you guess my weight, too? John. 1520. Happy New Year! 
I hope 2020 is off to a good start for you and your loved ones. Since you and I agreed on the war in Iraq debacle, Bush Cheney, weapons of mass destruction lies, trillions of dollars wasted, millions of lives lost, I'm curious what you think about the recent developments with Iran. Doesn't this action just show that Trump is another stooge like all the rest? Why don't we leave them alone and take care of ourselves? America first, right? This week made me think of you and all the men and women in uniform. I wonder if this action might finally cause Trump to lose some of his entrenched support. He's supposed to be against this stuff. Can't help but notice Bernie has been right about these globalist military objectives for decades. It's intriguing to me that I have no idea what you're thinking. I'm hoping you see the similarities to 2002-2003 in Iraq, but I'm also aware that Trump seems to exist in a different universe for his supporters. John. 1720. Happy New Year's, John. In answer to your question, Trump did the right thing. Iran has been a problem after the overthrow of the Shah. I was assigned to his brother-in-law and have first-hand knowledge of what a backstabbing he received. The Shah was taken down since he would not have his military fire on his people. The Ayatollah Khomeini was a real piece of work. I would put him down in a heartbeat. He is evil, and that mongrel that Trump just took out should have been taken out 40 years ago. Obama, Bush, everyone knew he was a bad, evil person. He's given a pass. That is why we have the trouble today. They think America's weak. I would deploy tomorrow if they'd take me back at my age. I'd love to put as many of them rabid dogs down as I could before I go under. I'm not afraid now. I was not afraid then when I was assigned to protect the Shah's brother-in-law. So if you're looking for a comment about Trump, the only thing I can say is turn Iran into a glass parking lot. There's no loss to the world. Too bad you didn't serve. You'd have a much clearer picture to guide your thoughts. One twelve twenty. I fail to see how Trump's engagement in the Middle East is different from Bush's, which you have previously condemned. John. 1-12-20. Trump inherited the mess that was started by Bush and made even more difficult with the Muslim Barack Obama kissing their ass. There's a world of difference. Look at it like this. I live on a ranch just east of town. I'm off the grid, totally self-sufficient. My town isn't fancy, and most people never heard of it. But I will say this. You can walk anywhere and not have to look out for piles of human shit. You can let your children out of your sight, not where they're going to stick themselves with the dirty needle that are on the streets by the hundreds. I love it when a person with no real-world knowledge wants to compare morals and values. You never had to dodge a bullet. You never had to go one-on-one with a knife in combat. You never held a fellow soldier while he died and tried to memorize everything that he wants to tell you about his family. You've never had to look into a mother's eyes and hold back your own tears while you relayed the message their son asked you to give and try not to forget any detail no matter how small. You are welcome. You can continue on your high horse and feel superior. I earned that right for you, me, and those like me that put all on the line so you can smile with your friends and pretend that you're conservative. In San Francisco, you probably are not as far left as your associates, but you are not even close to the place where a conservative would be in thought and heart. I do enjoy our differences, John. I hope that you continue to hold your position. I don't agree with it, but I give my life to defend your right to be wrong or different in opinion. Stay safe and blessed. One thirteen twenty. I'm enjoying this dialogue too. I really am. I do not feel superior to any person or other living thing. I'm not on a high horse. I'm down in the dirt with everyone else. Barack Obama is not a Muslim. 
It's interesting to me how obsessed you and others, including my mother, are about San Francisco's poop and needles. Where I live, it is lovely, and I love it. I lived down with the poop and needles for five years, and I was fine there too, but it got old. There are 5,811 people in your town, which is 105.6 square miles. There are 884,363 people in the 49 square miles that is San Francisco city and county. So cut your town in half and add 878,552 people and we'll check on your poop and needles. I love living in a city. I love not owning a car. I love biking and walking everywhere. When I travel and rent cars, I feel immediately more stressed and irritated. There's a war on cars. There are many kinds of real world knowledge. One of the things I love about cities is the constant exposure to diversity. Can you say the same for where you live? The real world is a lot of things. If you mean the experiences with violence that you mention, you are correct. I have not experienced that. It sounds terrible. I'm sorry that you and others have. We should support our troops by bringing them home and not deploying them in the first place. I just got back from Kentucky. The lady at the rental counter complimented my teeth. Then she said she needed new teeth but couldn't afford them. In a country as rich as ours. The presidents are golfing. Wealth inequality is obscene. We spend $700 billion a year on defense. And this woman cannot get new teeth. Isn't that wrong? John. 113.20. That's like saying my kitchen is really clean. Just try to ignore the dog shit in the dining room. Let's see you shop for a family of three or four riding a bicycle or riding a bus. Let's see how you deal with a family member needing to go to the hospital in the middle of the night and say it's at least an hour's wait for EMS since there was a bad accident that involved 50 cars. Here is your statement. I just got back from Kentucky. The lady at the rental counter complimented my teeth. Then she said she needed new teeth but couldn't afford them. In a country as rich as ours, the presidents are golfing. Wealth inequality is obscene. We spend $700 billion a year on defense and this woman cannot get new teeth. Isn't that wrong? Without our soldiers having the $700 billion, the woman would not need to worry about her teeth. If the left has their way, the Muslims will be here soon enough and take her head off. Problem solved. It's not the fault of Trump. Where's Obama and his redistribution of wealth? Oh, that's right. Now that he's rich and doesn't have to kiss ass in the hood for donations, black, white, Hispanic, and anyone else can kiss his ass as he drives by. He ain't giving out a nickel from his pocket. As far as the poop and needles, we don't have that anywhere in San Bernardino County. We don't allow that type of crap to happen. We do more in a week than Pelosi and the other criminals that have milked the system have ever done for the people. The more you open your thoughts, the more your liberalism shows. One pile of shit with a needle is one too many. It must be nice to live in an area that is clean. I guess in the summer air when the weather warms up and you can smell spring in the air. Yes, let's call it spring in the air that you're enjoying versus what it really smells like. I like diversity. In our town, we have more than you realize. We have people travel the world, speak more than one language, and are self-made. I personally speak English, Spanish, and a good understanding of French and German when written. My mother was a school teacher. I started college when I was 15 years old and was an instructor at the age of 17. Yeah, I'll match up real well with just about anyone you know personally. I have friends in Hollywood that range from Dan Haggerty, Larry Hagman, Robert Duvall, Clint Eastwood... 
Terry Quinn, and many more that said they were thrilled to have met me. Funny, they gave me their personal phone numbers and asked me to stay in touch. They said they marveled over the range of knowledge I had in many scenarios. I've done a lot and still have not lived in a city where the U.S. or Mexico was shit on the street. John, I suspect... I spec around 30, 35 years, 5'7 to 5'9, 165 to 175 pounds, slim build, darker brown hair, eyes not brown, closer to hazel. Right or wrong? 117.20. Ha! I love it. I mean, pictures of me are definitely available on the internet, but yes, you are spot on. Except that I'm 41 and 5'9 inches and a half. Thanks for the laugh. Feeling stressed about finishing this album today, and I needed that. 11820. No need to check pictures. I was a profiler in the military. I can build a fairly good profile just reading items or notes that a person writes. So other than that age, within reason, I was spot on. If you and I keep writing, I'll tell you your favorite food, color, and shoe size. LOL. 13020. Well, John, it's the end of January, and I hope that you made it home safely. 41720. Well, so much has changed since we last emailed. Who saw this coming? We are both Californians, curious about how this is playing down there. We are cautiously optimistic in San Francisco. We are the second most dense city in the country behind New York and are only reporting 20 deaths thus far, as opposed to 12,199 in New York. I've heard that our mayor was mocked on a call between mayors in early March for suggesting a shelter-in-place order, and eventually they all had to apologize and say she was right. So, we'll see how it plays out. How will it play out? Have you ever witnessed anything like this? I hope you are staying safe and somewhat sane. John. 41920. Hello, John. We're good. And if the idiots from, oh yeah, LA, Orange County, etc. would have stayed home like they were directed. Instead, they come up here with their off-road vehicles causing problems for the locals. They emptied our market and managed to piss off not only the residents, but me. I am not a good sport on a good day, and I don't take well to others' bad and callous behavior. I've had to get in the faces of individuals who not only ignored my no trespassing signs, but actually ran right over them. One asswad said he didn't see it. Damn sign was three foot tall and ten foot wide. I believe it was Nancy Pelosi who was on TV saying that the virus was not an issue. Anyone that said it was dangerous was wrong and also racist for saying that the virus was from China. Then Pelosi proceeded to invite everyone to Chinatown and there were no health issues to worry about. Personally, I think this is a great experience for the pro-socialism group to experience how socialism would be in this country. You have the freedom to stay home, only leave when elected officials will allow. You have the freedom to shop, only when elected officials allow. You'll be told which products you will be allowed to purchase. You will be told booze, pot, are good. Going to God and church, you will be harassed, fined, and possibly arrested for your belief in being Christian. I don't know, John, sounds like a country that I have nightmares over. Once government starts getting you to believe the new normal, you as a society are no longer have any more freedom than the individual citizens in North Korea. Being a member of the Oath Keepers is still the only factor that will possibly keep our nation safe. It was Janet Napolitano that labeled American veterans as a homegrown terrorist. The left is going to use this to try to defeat our president in November's election. They want us to get back on track with Obama's plan for get us in line for the one world order. The deep state does exist. If that doesn't give you nightmares, you're brain dead. 
Hope you're safe and in good health. I personally don't worry over these issues. I'll be here until God needs me to come lend him a hand. 421.20 Man, I'm with you on the authoritarian concerns. When they announced the shelter-in-place in San Francisco, I went out the first day the order took place and rode my bike all over the city for hours. I hate being told what to do. If I ever see tanks out there enforcing the order, order, I'm going to lose it. So far, the enforcement presence has been digestible up here. It's been kind of wonderful, strangely. Many more people outside in the park and beautiful outdoor spaces, socially distanced, of course. The city folk fleeing for the rural areas has been a big story up here as well. Rich folks with second homes in the mountains going there and infecting everyone and draining supplies. Pretty brutal. People can be so terrible and selfish. I think few of our so-called leaders have handled this well. You can cherry-pick Nancy Pelosi, but certainly Donald Trump has been abysmal, calling it another Democrat hoax at a rally in February. Fox News and the right-wing news media has been scrambling to rewrite the narrative after two months of similar misinformation. Nobody saw this coming. I mean, maybe a few random reps and Bill Gates a couple years ago, but no one else really. We're figuring it out in real time. I haven't experienced the worst of the socialism fears up here. I can buy whatever I want and go wherever I want. I wear a face covering inside businesses for the time being, new rule from the mayor, but that makes sense, right? I'm pretty sure I've already been exposed. I had a weird cold at a suspicious time before this all blew up and after being in an airport. So if I go to the hardware store and accidentally infect someone who is at risk and dies, that's not good. So I'm cool wearing a handkerchief for a couple weeks. <laughs> couple weeks, John. Ooh, little did you know. It has really affected my Freedom Tour bike plans, though. That's a bummer, and I've lost income, but I'll figure it out. I'm grateful I have some savings to weather the storm. But other than that, I don't go to bars, and I'm generally an introvert when I'm not on tour, so I'm kind of enjoying it. I feel bad saying that when I know so many are suffering. I'll say this. The air has been incredible. Certainly, the remaining debate on the correlation between cars and burning fossil fuels and air quality has been settled. Now there's a war on cars. It's crazy. California is saving $40 million a day from the lack of automobile accidents and related expenses. Insane. Are you a member of the Oath Keepers? I don't know what that is. Tell me, please, and be well down there. 42320. Hello, John. The media who said Trump called the virus a hoax took what he said out of context. Trump never said so. He's taken action while Pelosi and the gang were busy trying to impeach him. They're the ones that played it down. In February, he already closed the border. He took action while the left played down the virus. New York governor stated, we are the New Yorkers. We ain't scared of no virus. Then the shit hit the fan. An oath keeper is a member of the military or former law enforcement and still takes his oath to protect this country and its citizens as seriously today as the day he took it. That means that being former or retired military or law enforcement, they will still lay down their lives to protect the American way of life and the rights of the citizens per the Constitution. We meet monthly, sometimes in a crisis, we meet weekly. We stay updated on what is the current standing of each state and its elected officials. 
I have had many individuals who have questioned the group and its beliefs. We believe that you have the right to your thoughts, happiness, and way of life. We believe that you are special under the rules of the Constitution and God-given rights. We will put our lives on the line now, just as we did then, in younger men. People ask, who are the individuals by name that are oath keepers? That is not really the issue. The government knows who we are. We all have DD-214s honorably discharged. We all know that if we fail in battle, you will know the other Oath Keepers. They are the ones who will come to avenge us. Janet Napolitano, when she was the head of the Homeland Security, stated that elected officials need to watch out for homegrown terrorists. American veterans, the bitch got that one right. Just remember, someone you never knew, never met, never passed on the street, gave you the right to ride your bicycle anywhere you like. And dress funny, if that is your choice. LOL. Stay safe. 42420. Here is a video clip of the rally I'm talking about. There is no media saying anything or taking anything out of context here. Just Trump talking. I'm not saying he's alone in being wrong about this whole thing. I was wrong about it. But I'm also not the president. I love what you wrote about the Oath Keepers. Forgive my ignorance here, but is there a standard oath that military or law enforcement take? Or it's the oath to protect the country and its citizens? This could be an interesting exercise for us. You say there are people who question the group and its beliefs. I'll do a little left-wing research on it and see what I find. The first I've heard of it is from you, and it sounds like a group of Americans with shared interests and beliefs. Isn't that sort of what this all comes down to? Our species loves to sort itself into groups. We love to belong to communities that share a set of values. I always feel a kinship when I'm with other solo singer, songwriter, musician types. Corporations have conferences where they work on developing the company culture, fans of sports teams, churches, Democrats and Republicans. What's notable about this moment to me is that it has revealed more about what we all have in common. You and Janet Napolitano are both equally susceptible to a virus. And when the traffic stops in LA and the air clears, if you and Janet go to LA, you breathe cleaner air. You both suddenly hear more birds. Isn't that kind of cool? P.S. I'm going to have to look up Janet Napolitano. I can't remember who she was. 91620. Hello, John. Just thought to give you a shout out. Haven't heard from you for a while. Hope all's well in your life. Nine sixteen twenty. Hey, I was just thinking of you the other day. It's great to hear from you. You beat me to it. Man, we couldn't breathe up here for a week because of the wildfires. It was scary. I was getting dizzy and a headache just sitting in my apartment with the windows taped shut. Thankfully, it finally blew out of here yesterday. And fire season has just started. Do you get smoke down where you live? Seems like the potential for violence is very real right now, don't you think? You and I should have a cable access show or something where we demonstrate that we can disagree and be civil toward one another. Where do you think all this is headed at this point? I hope you are safe and well down there. Looking forward to hearing from you. 92620. Hello, John. Thanks for the note. I think if Biden wins, we could be in for a civil war. Antifa and BLM are not back in the left or the Dems in general. They, they plan to rise up and take down the nation of brick and soul at a time. If Trump wins, we could be in for a civil war. Antifa and BLM are not back in the left or Dems or the conservatives or Republicans. Either way, we're in for a fight. 
I have warned people in my editorials for the last 20 years that we are not immune to what we've seen all over the world when governments collapse. The evil that has now gained momentum and strength due to the lack of strength from elected representatives has enabled them to take control over businesses and individuals in many major cities. I am an oath keeper, as you know, already had a few issues with BLM and Antifa thinking they burned down a friend's store. Did not happen. 20 oath keepers against 200 or more or less protesters and possible rioters. The protesters decided that we were more of them than a match for them. We had already found and confiscated their buckets of rocks and clubs. When they looked for them, we laughed and said, looks like it'll be a good old-fashioned hand-to-hand fight, darlings. They backed down and decided that we'd put them in ICU. I always attend with my friends at Oath Keepers, and they know my 6-8 rule. Since you do not know me long, you are not familiar with my 6-8 rule. It is simple. I will take out the first six to eight rioters, and you guys can divide up the rest between you. Yes, I like the idea of your cable access show. I think, I think we can do that. It's not really... Agree or disagree comes down to do you support law and order? Do you back good or evil? Let me know your thoughts. 10-22-20. Forgive my slow response here. I loved reading your perspective. I sadly agree with your assessment of the possibility for civil war if either side wins. I wonder what that would look like. It's hard to see a national conflict backed by the federal government. I imagine it would be more regional skirmishes. It's basically happened already. I just saw this on InfoWars, and I link to a Media Matters link about a militia leader's appearance on InfoWars. Your thoughts? This is the first time I've seen anything about Oath Keepers in the media. This is specifically concerning. Oath Keepers would follow directives from President Donald Trump to take members of the Deep State into custody and do what we have to do. Trump should invoke the Insurrection Act before the election. Oath Keepers will be in range of Washington, D.C. to stop a Benghazi-style attack on the White House on election night. A war will have to be fought against Democrats on the West Coast who are bought by the Chinese government. The United States is already in a civil war because you have sitting politicians who are already part of the enemy's ranks. I'd say our attempts at peaceful discourse are not going to matter in the face of this rhetoric. Is this group organized? Do you agree with this perspective? I hope you are safe and well down there. We are all human beings. Hello, John. To start with the question, who is Media Matters Org? Here you go. Media Matters for America is a web-based, not-for-profit, 501c3 progressive research and information center dedicated to comprehensively monitoring of anyone who is backing or supporting President Trump. I am an oath keeper and we do not, I repeat, do not push for the Insurrection Act. This is bullshit. The left has been caught with their hand in my cookie jar and I don't like the fact that the truth is coming forward as promised by Donald Trump about the deep state. Oath keepers definitely want the individuals brought to justice for their crimes against our citizens and our country. Biden and family are right up there with any mob organization from the past. We have a Democrat group in Washington that has committed treason. 
The majority of elected representatives from California are some of the top-ring leaders that have pushed for the removal of a legitimately elected president by any means. The evidence is so clear that Stevie Wonder could spot it from 300 yards. We now have a pedophile and a Jamaican whore, self-admitted, running for president and vice president. If a white, black, Hispanic, or Asian woman who is conservative had spread her legs for a married man to gain advancements up the political ladder, she would have been ruined by the liberal press. By liberal press, I mean ABC, NBC, CNN, and on and on. You know that is a fact. You can't go after Harris because that makes you a, a bigot or a racist or both. Oath keepers support everyone's rights to their personal opinion. We defend all Americans' right to have a different outlook. However, when it comes to treason, we draw the line. I don't hear any of the limperist left condemning Antifa, BLM for all the hate and destruction of property, public and private. People who are attacked for their beliefs by people who insist that their beliefs be heard. The hypocrisy has surpassed anything I've seen in my 70 years on this planet. The left is going to cheat on the election, not the right. The left will be the ones who start the war, not the right. The Oath Keepers are ready to step in and defend the Constitution, which the left has been working on destroying for decades. If socialism is that great, then you move your ass to a piece of shit socialist country like Venezuela and see how you like eating the family dog because there's no food available. On ending, the deep state is a real issue and a dangerous one. Beware the promises that sound too good to be true. Never heard of Rhodes, and he does not speak for oath keepers. The left in in panic mode because they know they can't defeat Trump. Why do you think Obama said to Biden, you don't have to do this, Joe? Obama is smart and knew that all the backdoor deals in his scandal-free administration would become public. Bush, Obama, Clintons, Bidens, and all the FBI involved with ruining Flynn and others need to be held accountable. I suggest you watch OANN or Newsmax and forget about CNN and other corrupt communist medias out there that are working to aid in overthrowing our government and way of life. P.S. MediaMatters.org is funded by George Soros.